Greetings friends and welcome to Finding Holiness, the channel to help you discover your sacred sanctum in life. I'm Rabbi David Kadosh. One of my favorite pastimes, okay, maybe even a present satisfaction, is skipping stones. From a young age, who can forget the rigid competition between siblings or friends who can get the most skips? The general understanding of a stone or a pebble is that it's something small that derives from something bigger. A stone is often just chiseled rock and pebbles are just ground stones. There's probably nothing in the world more earthly than stone, other than earth, of course. Ironically, when we pass away after 120 years, we are buried in the earth and a tombstone, made of stone, is placed on our burial spot, which we'll come to later. I vouch to say that there is indeed something intrinsically holy about stones. Rabbi Akiva was one of the leading Jewish personalities to ever live. Many who are aware of his biography will know that the start of his life didn't really commence with a life of religiosity. How did his trek towards spirituality begin? The Avot of Rabbi Natan explained that up to the age of 40, he had not yet studied a thing. One time, while standing by the mouth of a well in Lida, he inquired, who hollowed out this stone? And was told, Akiva, haven't you read that water wears away stone? Quoting a verse in Eov, Job, chapter 14, verse 19. It was water falling upon it constantly, day after day. At that, Rabbi Akiva asked himself, Is my mind harder than this stone? I will go and study at least one section of Torah and let the water penetrate me. Many learned the main lesson to be that just as a stone, which is normally impenetrable, was able to be indented by water, so too any human being, no matter how tough, stubborn, obstinate, or hard-headed towards religion one can be, he can be affected positively by the constant drips of water, an allegory to Torah study. Indeed, that is the Jewish view of spirituality. Achieving great heights comes not so much through dramatic bursts of insight and inspiration. Experiences are fleeting. Once they are over, the connection quickly dissolves. Rather, it's a consistent push to live with Torah values, the small victories of the soul that add up drop after drop to ultimately create the true spiritual transformation of oneself. Yet, nobody looks at this story from the stone's point of view. Why doesn't the stone receive any credit in this story? The water steals all the glory when in fact it was the stone who went against its rugged rocky nature to allow the water to penetrate. Without allowing it to pierce through, Rabbi Akiva would have remained Akiva and he would not become the Torah giant that he became to be and so much of world Jewish history would have changed as a result. The stone represents the person. The stone teaches me that one must always be flexible in one's dealings with the people around us. Albeit sometimes that would mean that I have to go against my nature, one doesn't know the results of giving in ever so slightly. Rabbi Issachar Fran notes that we erect monuments to, de- to our departed loved ones out of stone. Truth be told, there is nothing lowlier than a stone. It is something we step on. But on the other hand, man stands at the pinnacle of existence. So how do we make sense of this? Why commemorate the life of man by placing a stone on his grave? The answer is, while stones can be the lowest of the low, something we merely trod upon, if they are used properly, they can last for thousands of years. Human beings can have a tremendous effect, but if they do not use their lives correctly, they can leave the world without making any impact whatsoever. That is why the appropriate memorial for a human being is a tombstone made out of stone. The stone teaches us a lesson. 
It shows that everything depends with what one does with an item. A stone can remain on the ground and be trodden upon, or it can be erected into a structure that can last for a thousand years. The same applies to man. If we fulfill our mission in life, we can influence generations on end with the goodness we brought to the world. Stay tuned for part two of this topic, where we dive deeper in search for the holiness found in stones. Catch me on Twitter and Instagram with the handle Finding Holiness. Visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash findingholiness and our website at findingholiness.buzzsprout.com where you can download and check out all our future podcasts. Signing off, I'm Rabbi David Kadosh.